Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Winner, winner, chicken dinner! This is Straight Out of Vegas. Straight Out of Vegas! With the voice of Vegas, your host, RJ Bell. Pay that man his money. You are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. Live from the Vegas Strip, the pregame show America has always wanted. With R.J. Bell out, here's Bernie Fratto. You know, 30 years ago this month in Super Bowl 32, with only a minute 38 remaining on the clock, Joe Montana took his team down the field with the icy cold precision of a trained assassin. And he broke the hearts of the Cincinnati Bengals fans while capturing his fourth championship. Visually, two weeks ago, I had a flashback of that day when Tom Brady tightened his chin strap as overtime began versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Just before Brady led the Pats to the game-winning overtime drive, there was a tight camera shot. He was sitting on the bench in deep thought, and I know exactly what he was thinking. I was born for this moment. They have no idea what's about to hit them. All the doubters, all the haters, all the naysayers, I've dealt with them my entire life. I know why I'm on this planet. I'm here to win championships, and what means the most, I'm at my best. Here I come. And tomorrow, Brady and company are back in familiar territory. And on that note, welcome back to another edition of Straight Out of Vegas. R.J. Bell is out and about. I'm Bernie Fratto. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. So visit geico.com. For a free rate quote. This is the weekend edition of Straight Out of Vegas. As you know, Straight Out of Vegas airs Monday through Friday right here on Fox Sports Radio, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM83, three to six, uh, uh, three to three o'clock Pacific, and uh, six o'clock Eastern with RJ Bell, Steve Fezzik, Brad Powers, and Jonas Knox. Each day they take you behind the scenes, offering up 
solid commentary, insights on the world of sports betting, and you can benefit from the years of expertise. Our Saturday night edition of Straight Out of Vegas, we look back at the best of, we take an, another look at some of the most compelling takes and analyses from the previous week, so you can enjoy them again. The best thing about this concept, it's all designed to look ahead to tomorrow. And of course, I add my own inflection as well, because I live in Las Vegas too. I'm privy to these gentlemen and their know-how for many years. So join us every Saturday night, 11 p.m. Pacific, 2 a.m. Eastern. Yes, we want you along for the ride. This is Straight Out of Vegas, the pregame show you always wanted. And by the way, we'll always see, we also will have our 10-second feature, While You Were Sleeping, with our own Sleepy J. See, While You're Sleeping, the Straight out of Vegas staff, where they work 24-7 to find ways so you can distress your bookie and impress your friends that we never sleep. And by the way, later in the show, in about 15 minutes, we'll be joined by Chuck Esposito, the sports book director of Station Casinos. He's going to take us behind the counter tonight and give us the latest. And there will be no Inside the Fratto House commentary tonight because we've got a special in-house guest. Yes, the only two-time winner of the Hilton Now Westgate Super Contest. He's here to help you. He's here to help give us all the edge we're looking for tomorrow. So... Without further ado, Steve, Steve Fezzik, after 66 preseason games, 256 regular season games, and 10 playoff games, tomorrow is the 332nd and final game of the 2018 NFL season. You're just back from Atlanta where you spent the week on Radio Row. You hustle back into town just in time to grab a Las Vegas buffet and report for duty. And I know, Steve, earlier in the week, you made a point of saying, no way this line gets to three. You were out ahead of the game. What are you seeing? Where's it going? We're 16 hours from kickoff. Well, let's start with where it is right now, Bernie. And the Patriots, like they've been all week, are laying two and a half points. Yes, we saw a couple of books over the past nine days flicker up to three, but they came right back to two and a half. This line has been two and a half. And I have to tell you, you know I like forecasting line moves. You're the best at it. I think this line is going to close at two in quite a few books. I think there's going to be a whole lot of Rams money, and here's why, if I may. Every pro that likes the Patriots has already bet the Patriots because there was no reason not to. Because if the line goes down to minus two, it's not a disaster. It's not that big a deal. It's very unlikely this game is going to land on two. However, if this line went to three and you missed out as a pro laying that two and a half, that would be a disaster. So the pros who like New England have bet it already. But all the pros that like the Rams have been waiting for three and they might not get it. So they might have to take two and a half. So even though the public tomorrow, I believe, is going to bet the Patriots. I think there's a whole lot of professional money on the Rams that has not shown yet that will show tomorrow, and that's going to drive this line, I predict, down to two. And would you not agree, Steve, in addition to professional money, and of course this is the one event throughout the year where public money can match professional money, being that we're juxtaposed to Southern California and the last 24 hours a lot of the handle comes in just because Ram fans live so close by, Will that not have a factor in landing that line exactly where you think it might go? It is an impact that we're so close to Southern California. But I got to tell you, my buzz when I'm walking around, I've been in the sports books half the day today. Yes. I'm not seeing a lot of Rams jerseys. I'm not seeing a lot of Rams support. I think that compared to other fans, the Rams fans just are not at the same level in terms of wanting to back their teams. And I'm not so sure that's going to be as big a factor as people think it will be. All right. One of the things I want to really focus on tonight, Steve, it's good to have you in. Obviously, there are many more ways to bet this game besides the side and the total. 
and you are a master at this. And over the years, because we live in Vegas and I've heard it over the years, you give a great dissertation as to your philosophy about this thing called prop bets. And I remember coming to Vegas in 87. The only time when I, when I didn't live in Vegas, coming to a Super Bowl, there were 37 prop bets this year. This year, I think there are over 500. Give the folks your dissertation on philosophically how to play a prop bet and what your thoughts are. Well, there are certain prop bets I look to avoid, and they're very popular with the public. I call these the needle in the haystack props. And these props are such that a whole bunch of different things could win. For instance, Who's going to win the MVP of the Super Bowl? Who's going to score first in the Super Bowl? How many points exactly are the Patriots going to score in the Super Bowl? And it's so hard to predict the one winner and the dastardly bookie. We know if he can charge more vigorous and get away with it, he'll do it. And he can hide that extra vigorous when there's 30 different winners in a pool like that. And he does so. So as it turns out, there's just too much implied vig in all of these bets. The pros tend to avoid those needle in the haystack bets. Fair enough. Now let's take a dive into this a bit. For instance, there's an experience factor. The players, or excuse me, the Patriots... They feature a roster with players that have played a cumulative 82 playoff games versus the Rams. They have a roster that features a group that have played a total of five playoff games. How might that experience factor play into some prop bets you played? Yeah, I think it's a big deal, that experience, but I think also it's significant, the Super Bowl experience, not just the playoff experiences. This is a strange week and a strange game with all the media scrutiny, with the really long halftime and such, and I think that the Patriots do have a key experience edge because of this. I do think in terms of prop betting, how is this game going to play out? I think the Rams are going to be conservative to start this game. I don't think mm -hmm. that McVay trusts Goff to have him go out and throw long passes to start this game. I think we're going to see a lot of running the ball by the Rams and short passes from the Rams. Now, even though New England has the experience, what have we seen from that experience from New England? They know if they don't mess it up, they should win each and every year. And so what they've done is they've started all their Super Bowls conservative as well. And we see that, obviously, We've spoken all week about how the Patriots have only scored three points right. in the first quarter. Total. The total, not average, right. in eight Super Bowls. So they basically are looking to not make big mistakes to start the game. And so with both teams being conservative in my prop betting, I'm betting things like there will not be a score in the first five minutes and 30 seconds. The first quarter will go under 10 and a half points. I think we're going to have a slow starting Super Bowl. I'm in agreement. And let's face it, the Pats have very much focused on their power running game the past several weeks. They ran the ball 48 times two weeks ago against Kansas City. The Rams, how often do they see a power running game like that? Not very often. New England is a big physical team. They run a formation called 21, two backs, one tight end. You can't practice against that. They're not able to practice against that. So I like that. I do agree that like a heavyweight match, you know, both uh, combatants will come out. Either team, I think, will come out conservatively, but especially New England. Now, all four uh, uh, straight out of Vegas staff members, as it were, gave some very good prop bets this week. And in our first cut, Brad, Brad Powers, take a listen to this bet, because sometimes the obvious isn't so obvious. After all, it's right there in front of your eyes. And Brad makes a great case about a certain Patriot wide receiver 
who has a proven track record of performance in big games and very consistent performance over a long time in his career. This sounds like a solid prop bet. Let's take a listen. Call me square, RJ. Over 79 and a half receiving yards, Julian Edelman, wide receiver, New England. Edelman, last year, missed all last year, injury. But ended the first four games of this season, started off slow, had three, four games where he didn't do much statistically. Last 11 games, Edelman has topped 79 and a half yards, seven of those 11 games. Playoff Edelman, completely different. Last 12 playoff games for Julian Edelman, he's topped 79 and a half yards in 10 of those 12 games. And who's going to be covering Julian Edelman? Nikel Roby Coleman. If that name sounds familiar, that's the guy that called out Tom Brady for being too old. I think they take advantage of him, a little axe to grind. Over 79 and a half receiving yards, Julian Edelman, wide receiver, New England. Well, let's face it. Julian Edelman is not only reliable and talented, I think he's got the clutch gene. Remember back in the first month of the season when Edelman was serving a four-game suspension? During those games, the Pats were converting third-down percentage at a paltry 25%. As soon as Edelman returned, the Pats jumped to 50% in third-down efficiency. And for the next three games, I mean, Edelman was targeted early and often, especially on third down. And he runs extremely well after the catch, meaning he could gobble up half of those 79 yards or more, maybe, with one reception. And you have to think Coleman will be a little tentative, like the cat who ate the canary after what happened in New Orleans. Steve, do you have any thoughts on this uh, on this total? Or yeah, it certainly looks square, but I agree <laughs> with Brad. I it, I, I say it looks square because it's New England's number one wide receiver, and we like to look to play unders on right. players like that because the public is betting over. But I think the public has it right, and this number has gone up. I've seen Edelman up around 81 yards now. And frankly, Brady's supposed to throw for 300. How is he going to get to 300 if Edelman doesn't get 80? I mean, Gronk is going to be... A, utilized, but he's probably not going to have a 100-yard game or close to it. And Hogan and Dorsett just aren't going to get that many catches. Someone has to get close to 100 yards. Edelman is the clear person that's going to do it. You alluded to the MVP earlier, Steve. Uh, Seven of the last nine Super Bowls, the quarterback has been the MVP. Currently, uh, and you guys can correct me, I think Brady's plus about 110. Goff was plus about 210. And by the way, if you're feeling saucy, I saw Todd Gurley earlier in the week at plus 1,100. That might be down to 350. Thoughts on the MVP? Yeah, the problem with the MVP betting, it's one of those needle-in-the-haystack bets such that you don't get very good odds on either quarterback, but the quarterbacks are the ones that usually win that MVP. And when you go outside of the quarterbacks, you need a whole lot to go right. Just First off, your team has to win probably for you to win the MVP. And then you need a player to have a really big game. As far as Gurley, he had four carries for 10 yards last game. That is a leap of faith to think that he's going to get enough yards and do enough in this game. And the Rams are going to win for him to be the MVP. I got a pass on Gurley MVP betting. Game total. The Super Bowl's gone over five of the last six Super Bowls. Do any of your props correlate with the total? And you have a thoughts on the total? I think, let me give advice for those wanting to bet the over and those who want to bet the under, if I can. If you are looking at the over, I do forecast the game to start slowly. So I would encourage you to actually not bet the over until the game starts and then look to play the over either in in-game wagering after the first quarter, sometime in the second quarter, or it'd be fine just to wait till halftime and then bet the second half to go over historically the last 20 Super Bowls the second half has outscored yes. the first half. 15-4-1 and one has been the number. So if you want to play over, I'd wait. I'd be patient 
If you want to play under, I think I'd get clever with the props here. Instead of playing under 56, I would wait and look at the team totals on these teams because what happens, a little pro secret here, the team totals tend to inflate. What is the public bet? The Patriots are going to go over 30 points. The Rams are going to go over 26 and a half points. And because of that, it usually is more profitable to bet the individual team totals under and you get better numbers than to go ahead and bet the overall total for the Super Bowl under. And I agree with you. One of the old standbys, will there be more points scored in the second half than the first half? Last I saw, it was minus 170, but it's been a pretty solid play. You can also bet the first half under in this game. It opened at 28. Most recently, I saw it at 27 and a half. Seems like a pretty good play. He's Steve Fezzik. I'm Bernie Fratto. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. This is the pregame show you always wanted. Don't go away. You're listening to Straight Out of Vegas. Straight Out of Vegas! Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. We're back on Straight Out of Vegas, the pregame show you always wanted. I'm Bernie Fratto, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. And we remind you that Straight Out of Vegas is brought to you by Discover. Get your free credit scorecard today. Even if you're not a Discover customer, it includes your FICO credit score. And checking your scorecard won't hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard limitations apply. All right, at this time, we're pleased to be joined by a gentleman who's one of the most liked and respected executives here in Las Vegas, the sportsbook director of Station Casinos. Proud to call him a friend. Let's say hello to Chuck Esposito. Chuck, how are you tonight, buddy? I'm doing well, Bernie. How about you? Great. So we're about 16 hours from kickoff. It's probably already been a whirlwind couple of weeks. 
give us an idea where uh, you see things heading, and will we set a new handle record again? I think we will. I think the, the action's been great. I think you look at these two teams, East Coast, West Coast, normally talking about Boston, L.A., and, and, and pro basketball. You got it in, uh, in baseball last year. And uh, I think with, with the mobile app and in play, I think you have a real opportunity and all the props that are on the board, a real chance uh, for a record handle. Um, if, they, if the early action is any indication, I, I think we're going to get there. Now, it's often true that the last 24 hours you get, what, what percentage of the handle, Chuck? Another maybe 40, 50 percent? I would think so, Bernie. We've been talking about that about 80 to 85 percent of the overall handle would start coming in on Friday. Uh, we saw that little bit of the calm before the storm uh, on Friday, and then uh, Saturday, today, it was just crazy. I mean, just long lines and uh, the, you know just crowds in the book, everybody walking around with one of those colored packets of props with over a, a thousand different ways to bet the game. You don't have to like either team or, or over or under, but uh, right. the prop sheets are a popular uh, popular thing to be carried around. So about and probably 40 to 50% leading up to kickoff tomorrow. And that's where I was headed next. How many total props are there now? I'm told around 500 or more. And uh, tell the folks, what are some of the most popular pop bets or prop bets uh, that, that you're seeing? Well, Bernie, I mean, there is. There's about a thousand different options. If you counted everything on the indexes, about 500 different individual props. Uh, they're the game within the game. They've become a bigger overall part of what we have to offer on Big Game Sunday. Uh, industry-wide, they make up probably close to 50% of the overall handle, some places even more. Uh, we've been more creative uh, tried to give the guests something every single year. If it's props tied to Michael Jordan or Tiger Woods or Kobe Bryant or Mike Tyson, uh, this year we, we capitalized on a whole page of props tied to the Vegas Golden Knights. Not the game they played tonight, but the game that they play on Tuesday night. So those props would stay open uh, until the game kicked on Sunday. And they play the Tampa Bay Lightning on Tuesday night. Arguably the best team in pro hockey right now. They lead the league in scoring and point differential. And uh, we've got just a page of props tied to them, which has been uh, really kind of a, a fun prop for us. And it's created a lot of uh, water cooler chatter and, and media chatter like we're doing right now. Chuck, it's Fezzik. I'm here with Bernie. I want to talk prop liability. I know the books have been <laughs> stung in recent years with safeties that have occur occurred in the Super Bowl. Is there any liability that you're worried about that you don't want to happen because of the props in this Super Bowl? He said it, buddy. It, it's safety. It's overtime. It's uh, Aaron Donald uh, winning MVP. It's anything that we've seen in the past where there's an opportunity uh, for the public for a smaller bet uh, to cash out. They don't always happen, but, you know, we've seen it before from, uh, you know, 1986 when Fridge scored the touchdown to, to you know, 2000, and, and I think it was six when Devin Hester ran the opening kickoff back to a touchdown to that early safety when Peyton Manning missed the, misplayed the, the snap um, so, uh, and to the overtime a couple of years ago with New England and Atlanta. Uh, so there definitely is some liability on some of those props, guys. So if Aaron Donald gets a strip sack in overtime, <laughs> recovers the ball in the end zone, it's uh, going to be an absolute disaster for the books, and, and he wins it, MVP, right? It, it's not best case, let me tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> Chuck, you were very diplomatic there, my, my friend. <laughs> you know, one of the things, Chuck, uh, we're going out across the country tonight, and 
One of the misnomers that you hear from people, and of course we're all right here in Vegas, we understand that a prop bet, you know, it's got to be decided on the field, it's got to be in a box score. You hear a lot of prop bets having to do with subject matter, not necessarily related to the game, but it's sort of sexy. Tell the folks what constitutes a prop bet in Las Vegas and what the guidelines are versus prop bets folks might be able to take advantage of in what we call faraway places. First, really quickly, on, on the faraway places type type prop bets, uh, you know, you've seen things like how long the um, uh, the anthem will, will right. last, uh, what color the uh, the Gatorade will be that the winning coach will get drenched in, how many times they may show uh, you know a celebrity, how many times uh, you know Tony Romo may get a play right, things that aren't really decided uh, on the field of play. And when we look at props, as I mentioned before, with the, the Golden Knights props or, or props that were tied to, to prominent athletes in other sports, we're looking to create what we're doing right now, talking about the props, uh, kind of feeding the public's crave for, for more and more outrageous stuff. But we could put up a lot of fun stuff. But really the object, guys, is to put a good prop up that we think will generate good two-way action. Uh, we'll generate some chatter that we're doing right now and hope that it's not something that we're going to get slaughtered on. But again, right. the props are the game within the game, and we try to create something that almost every play means something to one of the guests in the room. Chuck, when all is said and done, and given the advent and the popularity of props, what percentage of the overall handle now will be props? You know, Bernie, every year that goes up, and I, I know that Beza can, can talk about it as well. I mean, you see it with more and more props. All the props are available on the mobile app here as well. So it's a mini sports book in the palm of your hand. Um, it's going to be very close to, if it not surpassed, 50% of the overall handle will be on the props. Wrapping it up with Chuck Esposito, sports director of Station Casinos. Chuck, given the fact that we're right next to Southern California and there should be an influx of Southern California fans, how does that affect the handle either way, uh, in your view? Well, you know, I think for this game, guys, it's a little bit tough because you don't know really, are, are the Rams really L.A.'s team right now? I mean, you know, we've seen in other sports where they arrive. Uh, late and leave early. I, I think it's more you're going to see Ram some Ram money show more more so for value. That if the guests like the Rams and they like the Rams on the money line, they're going to play them. I don't think where last year you saw such an influx of Philly play and and Philly money right. coming in. I don't think you're going to see that same thing from the LA market. You'll see some, but I think any LA money that you see is going to be more so that hey, we think the Rams can win. And don't forget, this was the best team in football. For eight weeks, I mean, everything that we had up on an early, you know, championship line was based on the Rams being the NFC team. So I think any money you see on the Rams is going to be more value than anything else right now. Chuck, I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your day. And 24 hours from now, I know you'll be getting some hopefully much-deserved rest. I know how busy <laughs> you've been the last Very two weeks. True. How busy you are, 52 weeks. Chuck, you do a great job out there at Station Casinos uh, with all your viewing parties. And and uh, we really appreciate you joining us tonight, Chuck. All right. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate you having me on. And uh, good luck to all the listeners. And I look forward to seeing you guys soon. Thank you. Thanks, pal. That's Chuck Esposito, Sports Director of Station Casinos. When we come back on the other side, we're going to take a much deeper dive into a lot more prop bets, philosophies, some earlier good sound cuts from the past week, and 
while you were sleeping. Sleepy's got a couple of good vignettes for us, things you're going to want to hear. But first... Let's go to the man for all seasons, Ralph Irvin, with the latest. Well, thank you very much, Bernie. And yes, we're less than a day away from Super Bowl 53 in Atlanta. The big story coming out of Super Bowl City, though, was the NFL honors tonight. Patrick Mahomes, your league MVP and offensive player of the year. Aaron Donald is the defensive player of the year. Bears coach Matt Nagy named the NFL's coach of the year. Saquon Barkley, the rookie of the year. And how about Chris Long? He is named the Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year. The league also announced, well, the Hall of Fame class for 2019. That is Tony Gonzalez, Ed Reed, Ty Law, Champ Bailey, Kevin Mawai, Johnny Robinson, Pat Bullen, and Gil Brandt. They will all be enshrined in Canton, Ohio, of course, this coming summer. On the hardwood of the NBA, well, Golden State was a 115-101 win over the L.A. Lakers. LeBron James did not play in this game. He decided to stay in the locker room for the entire night, not even sit on the bench. Sure, that went over well in the league offices. Denver beat Minnesota 107-106. The Nuggets coaches will man the Western All-Star team. Milwaukee steamrolled Washington 131-115. The Bucks staff will man the Eastern All-Stars. And Buddy Heald, 34 points. Sacramento went upset of Philadelphia 115-108. And you talk about uh, those Super Bowl prop bets. A couple that are... I think rather interesting. Well, that would be in the world of entertainment with the National Anthem. Will any members of the Pips join Gladys Knight for the National Anthem? (laughs) That is currently at a yes, plus 300, no, minus 500. Or will she omit a word from the National Anthem, plus 400 on the yes, minus 700 on the no. And one more for you, Bernie. Will Rob Gronkowski have his hand on his heart during the National Anthem? Oh, wow. Minus 300, one to three on the yes, plus wow. 200 on the no. Gladys Knight not getting love there, man. Not that L.A. T- proved too much for the man or, well, whatever. Never mind. Mixing my metaphors. <laughs> hey, Ralph, real quickly, where are you watching the game tomorrow? I'll be watching it at home. I'll be on the air tomorrow night at this time. So uh, just resting up and enjoying the game, just like most of America. Vince, how about you, buddy? Uh, I have the Super Bowl off for the first time in two years, so I will wow. also be enjoying it at home with a nice big plate of wings. Sounds good. All righty, we're back on Straight Out of Vegas, the pregame show you always wanted. I'm Bernie Fratto coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part figuring out which way is easier. Steve, you brought up a great point during the break. Thank you for reminding me. You've got a bit of an update on the National Anthem prop. Yeah, National Anthem over under. The money is pouring in on the over, Bernie. I saw 109 seconds on this over under earlier in the week. Currently, check some different books. Anywhere from 111 to 114 seconds is the current number. What's going on here? I think what's going on is Gladys Knight is done with her rehearsals and people know that she's going longer than expected. And whenever there's a prop like this, remember, this is somewhat predetermined in terms of how long this is going to be. The money tends to be right. So I would advise you, if you do bet this and you want to bet on the over, I would bet it now. If you want to bet on the under, I would wait. I think this number, once it starts moving, tends to continue to move. And something we'll get to later in the show about getting the best of the number, and that includes the price you play. Let's go to Sleepy, our man Sleepy J, for another one. We're sleeping. Sleepy, bring us up to date 
on what the pregame uh, website is telling us about the ticket count and the money coming in. Yeah, right now on the pregame.com game center, $1.7 million has been wagered with 70% of the cash coming in on New England. 62% of the tickets are also on the Patriots. Thanks a lot, Sleepy. All right, earlier in the week, Dave Essler joined the crew, and he made a great case in this cut when you consider that in the one game for all the marbles, the playbook opens up and all bets are off. So as such, you might see some gadget plays you wouldn't normally see. And in the Super Bowl, I think you kind of have to expect the unexpected. And in this prop, as Dave Exler, as Dave Essler explains, this bet has actually very good value. Let's give it a listen. Here's my Super Bowl prop of the year. Over two and a half players with a pass attempt. It was minus 110 earlier. I think it's minus 120 right now. But we do know his Edelman was a quarterback at Kent State, and Hecker has 19 career pass attempts. What we also know is both McVeigh and Belichick are creative, not afraid to take risks, yada, yada, yada. But we have recent history on our side. Last year, Super Bowl 52, Trey Burton tosses the Philly special, and Danny Amendola attempted a pass. Two years ago, Super Bowl 51, Julian Edelman threw a pass in the Patriots' win over the Falcons. Three years ago, Super Bowl 50, the last one not involving the Patriots, Ted Ginn tried to throw a pass for the Panthers. He was sacked. But in Super Bowl 48, Tavares Jackson threw a pass for the Seahawks. So we have both teams predisposed to doing the unexpected. They've done the unexpected. And for the last five Super Bowls, this prop is cashed. I think it cashes easily on Sunday night. I like this prop, too. I'll tell you why. I covered Super Bowl Forty in Detroit for CBS Radio, Pittsburgh versus Seattle. Now, the game was boring. However, the one play that blew the game open for the victorious Steelers was a toss sweep to Antoine randall and as he rolled right, he threw a 45-yard strike to Heinz Ward in what became the game-winning touchdown. The moral, this very prop hit on that day. And frankly, I expected to hit Sunday as well. And he didn't even mention Johnny Hecker, the the uh, punter for the Rams. Did you know he was a star high school quarterback at Bothell High School in Washington? They were state champs. He threw 55 touch, touchdown passes his senior year. So there are more than just Julian Edelman. You never know what can happen. I like that prop as well. Now on our next cut, our very own Steve Fezzik, the prop master, he gives out a solid selection here. And the good news is you don't have to wait very long to witness victory on this one. And by the way, props to Fezzik as he invokes the great Hank Stram in one of the most iconic NFL films, Narratives. Let's take a listen. I'm going to bet there'll be no score in the first five minutes and 30 seconds. RJ, I love this bet. How do I lose this bet? More than likely, a long pass play, so there's a quick drive. I don't see there being a long pass play for either team, regardless of who gets the ball. If New England gets the ball, you talked about it. Ground and pound, take advantage of the Rams' soft run defense, a whole lot of Sony Michelle, a lot of dinking and dunking. And if the Rams get the ball, I don't think McVay trusts Goff to be throwing the ball down the field. I think they are going to go ahead and have ball control, matriculate the ball down the field. Either way, under five, no score, first five minutes, 30 seconds. Steve, one of the reasons I like this prop so much is because regardless of who gets the ball first, I expect a steady diet of running plays. So the clock ticks faster. There's no incomplete passes, no clock stoppages. Much like a heavyweight fight, both combatants, they're going to have a feeling out period. And let's not forget, in their eight Super Bowls, which you mentioned earlier, Steve, the Patriots have scored a total of three points in the first quarter. Not average three points, 
a total of three points. Yeah, and if we do see some funny business like a Hecker fake punt pass, it's probably not going to be on the very <laughs> first possession of the game. We are in complete agreement on that. All right, on the other side, when we come back, more prop bets, more why you were sleeping. We're going to bring it home, give you the final angles so you can you know, still, you know, time to get down on a lot of these wagers. So we've got a lot more left to get to. I'm Bernie Fratto. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, and this is the pregame show you always wanted. So don't go away. You're listening to Straight Out of Vegas. Straight Out of Vegas! Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. We're back on Straight Out of Vegas, the pregame show you always wanted. I'm Bernie Fratto, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. And we're joined tonight by Steve Fezzik as well. And we want to remind you that Straight Out of Vegas is brought to you by Discover. Get your free credit scorecard today. Even if you're not a Discover customer, it includes your FICO credit score. And checking your scorecard won't hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. By the way, before we move forward, I want to thank my guys back in L.A., Vince Close, Ralph Irvin, Iowa, Sam. Great job as always, guys. Couldn't do this show without you. All right. We haven't gotten to R.J. Bell's best prop bet. And in this cut, I think R.J. is fairly well compelling as he explains what the bread and butter of the Patriots have been of late and the fact that Bill Belichick and Brady, well, they're going to formulate a game plan which is going to allow them, that means the Patriots, to establish themselves early the good old-fashioned way. Let's have a listen. My best bet, I like Patriots over rush yards. So this is as a team, the Patriots. Will they have over 119 you can get out there now? Rush yards. It's that low. Here's why I think they're going to rush the heck out of the ball. The Rams are not as good defensively against a rush as they are against the pass. And number two, the Rams have faced two back offenses, like a fullback, less than a dozen times this year. And it's what the Patriots been running a ton recently, more than any other team. So it's what Belichick wants to do run the ball and it's what the Rams have trouble with because of that I think they run 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 Patriots rush yards my prop best bet over 119 I agree with RJ and by the way the Pats are 51 and 1 when they have a 100 yard rusher we talked about this earlier they run this formation 21 two backs one tight end the Rams don't see it much and the Patriots are a big physical team more so than the Rams and they've had great success running power in the last few weeks it's helped greatly by Tom Brady's precision short passing game, which is going to open up running lanes for a very talented Sony Michelle. Sleepy, let's get to your best prop bet before we close down the show. My best bet prop, I love tight end Gerald Everett over 21 and a half receiving yards. Most of us anticipate Brendan Cooks, Robert Woods will be targeted as potential players that Belichick will try to limit. That's going to leave the door open here forever. Everett has surpassed 21 yards, Bernie, in 9 out of 17 games this season. Now, with that said, Jared Goff over under passing attempts for tomorrow, 38 and a half. Goff has only thrown 38 or more passes in 6 games this season. Everett went over the 21 yards in 5 out of those 6 games. So my best bet prop here for the Super Bowl Rams tight end, Gerald Everett, over 21 and a half receiving yards. All right, thanks, Sleepy. Now, Steve, you are the master of the prop bet. We've all known that in Vegas here for years. The only two-time winner of the Hilton, now Westgate Super Contest. 
I know you're not going to divulge this, nor will I, but I'm guessing you'll have north of 50 prop bets tomorrow. Take us behind the curtain a little bit and talk about some of your favorite ones. You know, this is one that I bet each and every year. Best bet, no overtime, Bernie. I'm gonna, <laughs> it's only I, happened once. <laughs> it's only happened one. 52 Super Bowls. I'm going to lay minus 1,000. What does that mean? I'm going to risk 1,000 to win 100. That sounds like madness, right? But it's actually a very shrewd investment. And the reason I only have to lay that 10 to make one is because the public loves to bet. Yes, there will be overtime. And we just saw overtimes in both the conference finals. So the public just saw two overtimes and they're thinking, oh, that's not unlikely. As it turns out, the true chance of an overtime is more right around 6%. So think about this. If there's only a 6% chance for an overtime... I should be laying 14 to make so you're one. You're getting 10% on your money. And now I'm only laying 10 to make one. Right. Solid value, best bet, no overtime. Steve, you brought up a great point before this show started, and you've always been one of the things that, uh, in the seven years I've known you, that you abide by is getting the best of the number. And what I think, we had an analogous situation tonight actually involving an NBA game. But when you don't get the best of the number, the time it doesn't happen, it can really be painful. Tell the folks about what you referred to earlier. Yeah, let's talk about the Golden State-Laker game. And if you went ahead and did your handicap early on this game, it was an off-the-charts great spot for Golden State. They'd been playing great. They'd won 11 games in a row, and then they had a dud. They came home, first game home off a road trip. They lost to the 76ers. So they were in a primetime spot to bounce back. Further, the last time they played the Lake Show, they lost on Christmas Day straight up, so they had revenge for that game. So this line opened up Golden State minus 10, and then it was sitting out there minus 10.5, minus 11. You had all day to get a good number on Golden State. Now, subsequently, LeBron did scratch, and that made the line move even more. But by the time this game closed, Golden State was laying 15, and Bernie, I see this all the time. Right. When a line opens minus 10, closes minus 15, it shows how important it is to get the good number. When Golden State wins, you guessed it, by exactly 14. By the way, if you enjoyed this edition of Straight Out of Vegas tonight, please be sure to tune in tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern. The group, the guys will be here hosting a special edition of Straight Out of Vegas devoted to props and prop bets. And Steve... Again, one of the things that I think is one of your greatest strengths, the ability to predict which way the money's going to go and which way the line's going to go. So my thought is, if you like the Rams tomorrow, you probably should have gotten down on them because your value is going to get worse tomorrow. I expect Ram money to come in. So if you like the Pats, maybe you wait till noon, an hour or two before the game. You might get a better money line price if you flat bet it or... You might only have to lay two. What are your thoughts? Well, this is a really complicated question, actually, because even though I think the line's going to close two, I think it's fine to wait. Because think about it. If you bet the Rams, whether you bet plus two and a half or plus two, there's no reason to play plus two and a half, even though you think it's going to go down to two, because there's still a chance you might get three. So I would still wait if you're going to bet the Rams, even though I think the line is going to go down. But you bring up a great point on the money line. What do we know about the money line? Typically in a Super Bowl, 
when the betters back the underdog, they back the underdog, not necessarily with the points, but on the money line. Right. The money line usually drops lower. So I will say, if you're going to bet the money line, if you're going to bet the Rams' money line to win, I would bet that tonight. If you're going to bet the Patriots just to win the game on the money line, I would wait. Right now, the Patriots are around minus $1.35 in most books. I think you're going to get a cheaper money line on the Patriots if you bet it on Super Bowl Sunday. Stephen Winley, I want to thank you for joining us tonight. Again, I want to remind the folks, special edition of Straight Out of Vegas, tomorrow morning, Sunday morning, 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern, and you'll get plenty of information so you can find that edge. They'll take you up to right about three hours before kickoff. So uh, take advantage of that tomorrow. Now, I have one prop bet I actually like a lot tomorrow. The second quarter, team total points, not team, both teams, 17 points. And Steve, you mentioned you saw it at 16 and a half somewhere. Yeah, shop around over 17 plus 115, or you can play over 60 and a half and lay a little extra big $1.20. Those are pretty equivalent bets. The reason I like the over in the second quarter is I found what I call the second quarter domination. In the Rams playoffs games against Dallas and the Saints, they outscored both of those opponents cumulatively 27 to nothing in the second quarter. Meanwhile, the Pats versus the Chargers and Chiefs outscored their opponents cumulatively 28 to nothing. I think you see the offenses start to emerge in the second quarter tomorrow as this game progresses, as it were. I like the Patriots. Just giving you my opinion. I thought they were sensational. They completely dominated Kansas City by more than 200 yards, 18 more first downs. The experience factor, all the reasons we talked about earlier. I will be on the Patriots tomorrow. I flat bet them on the money line. All right, folks, that's going to do it for this week's edition of Straight Out of Vegas. I'm Bernie Fratto. I want to thank Steve Fez for joining us and Sleepy for all that you do. Don't go anywhere. Up next, a man who's so cool when he pulls up to a stop sign, panhandlers give him money. Yep, it's my man, Jonas Knox. Straight Out of Vegas! Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. 
Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash the shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply.